1: Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
2: Is that a wolf in the snow? It turns out no. No, it is not. I believe it was a lynx. It's another four-legged animal that is probably a cousin to a wolf. Ooh, what does it mean? New Let's Witcher. look into it for the next 5 years before the game comes out. New Witcher game. Does that come out before the Cyberpunk multiplayer? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Place, place your bets now. They didn't cancel that yet? No. Dum 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 dum. But they are moving to Unreal 5. So Plus. it should be sexy. Uh, uh hey gamers 2 podcast hey. coming at you your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. Peek. Peek. Peek, peek, Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't have a good segue. I don't either. Uh, are there I, new releases I do week? have a minor thing I'm going to do, though, so you keep talking. Yes, there are new releases. Um, so let me tell you about my week. Uh, it was rather boring. Um, and we're back. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was going to have to interrupt you or you were going to do it yourself, <laughs> but it was basically going to be the same thing. Like, all right, and we're done listening to that. Um, yeah, so there are new releases. I mean, I know there's, you know, F1 started. Spring training's underway because baseball's back, baby. We're at a turning point in life. It's all coming up, gamers too. Minus, you know, bad brain issues. Bad brain. Mad Brain. Alright, anyway, new releases. e for the PC, I think. I would, I would assume that's E-Tora, not I-Tora. I-Tora, you-Tora, we, he, she, Tora. It's, it's an old Spongebob reference. Oh. You had it set to M for Mini when it should have been set to W for Wumbo. I-Wumbo, you-Wumbo. He, she, we, Wombo. It's the stu- simple study of Wombology, Spongebob. Anyway. Okay. i not a Spongebob I watcher. I know. Rune Factory 5 for the Switch. Warzone Season 2 Reloaded. Thank God. It's not in here, but Fortnite no-build mode. Definitely needed that. I, fr- I think... I think it's going to see a giant surge. Really? Like all the people that left at the top end of like creators and stuff that have kind of stopped playing like Doc and Tim and Shroud and those guys. So where do you you take build out and they're like, oh, it's just back to gunplay ability. All right. Sign us up. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Uh, The Ascent for PlayStation 4 and 5. Expedition Zero for the PC. Ghostwire Tokyo. For the PC and PlayStation 5. Yeah. Remember how we said, oh, I've seen enough of that. It's been advertised a bunch and everybody's talking about it. You heard anybody talk about it this week? No. no. You didn't. no exactly. Because Kirby and the Forgotten Land came out and Kirby's sucking on cars. That can kill you. Have you seen him? He takes over a whole car. Doesn't he like, look like a hat on the car? Yeah. That's kind of weird. Still sucking on it? Kirby's kind of weird. Kirby's whole thing is to suck stretches his body over things like some type of freak sure but it's his mouth hole that he uses over the top of them yeah yeah it's not like he's just holding on to it if he was holding on to it it'd be less weird yeah i mean potential, it's normal potential. it's normal to stretch your mouth hole over things number eight all right well now you made it weird speaking of no what <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> that is a segue i can't endorse Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, number eight is Tiny Tina's Wonderland for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox. Yep. What's the consensus on this one? Uh, just started today, so I haven't even like looked at it. Uh, okay. Um, One of the guys in the guild was going to start playing it. Uh, a couple of creators I know started playing it, but I haven't heard anything bad, but everybody's been talking about it. All my... Anything game related has been Kirby and Witcher stuff all week. Um, I'm looking forward to getting into Tiny Tina, but I don't know if anybody's going to play it. So I'm kind of like in a, in a stalemate situation. Yeah. I know Dewey wanted to play it, but Dewey's not going to play anything I'm going to play it on. Mm-hmm. So that'll cause an issue there. You're uh, going PC? I would probably go PC. But I don't know if anybody else is going to play play it or not. So I'm kind of like just in a... In a pause, which isn't a bad thing, because I have other things I need to play. Yeah, yeah. So it's not going to matter in a a week anyway. If somebody (laughs) randomly reaches out and says, "Hey, do you want to play Tiny Tina?" I'll be like, "All right, yeah, sure, I'm in." But like without that, I don't have the urge to push towards it until then. That's fair. Maybe you'll catch it on sale. More than likely, that'll be the result that I come to. Anyway, you want to go into it? We might as well. Probably Is a it? bunch of stories we're going to rip through real quick, and then a couple we'll stop and talk about. because it's. You uh, say that, but seeing how I'm reading off my phone this time and not the tablet, they look much longer than I thought. <laughs> but I can't tell if that's just because my format has scrunched everything shorter, so I'll tell you it's this. now taller. There's none that are particularly like short short. There's none that are super long. They're all like... You know, your oh, so you're generic. So you say like a medium story? Yeah, they're all generic. Ah, all right. With like a lot, like most of them have like a little too much fluff, perhaps. Par for the course. I've been told that before. I got too much fluff. Too much fluff. Too Floof. much fluff. In my balls. Uh, (laughs) why why did you go to eastbound and down i don't know do you want to be odds or evens Uh, i'd prefer to be even all right number one activision blizzard announced the first major part of their level up you program The first iteration of the three-month program, quote, is designed to teach participants the basics of game development and ultimately prepare them for engineering roles within the company, end quote, with classroom work, guest speakers, and mentors. Participants will have travel and lodging expenses covered, and Activision Blizzard is also offering compensation and benefits over the course of the program. Graduates of the program will transition to a full-time engineering role as a regular employee of the company. The publisher says Level Up You is intended to create opportunities for underrepresented communities, but is also oppor- encouraging applications uh, from anyone who fits the basic criteria. A programming background, uh, familiarity with C++, a willingness to grow and take on new challenges, and a passion for gaming. Maybe I should take a look at it. You know what I mean? Do it up. I haven't done C++ in about 10 years, but how hard can it be to get back on the horse? You know what I mean? It's only like a nightmare. (laughs) Uh, I took up uh, trying to learn how to design uh, 3D printing shit. Oh, that's a fun one. And I started with uh, some form of like open CAD. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say AutoCAD, but yeah, OpenCAD, same thing. That uses, uh, like it's it's like programming. Like you don't actually, you like type in like you know like cube and then like dimensions, and then you have to like translate it where you want and all this stuff. Right, I'm right, like, this is yeah. a terrible fucking idea. <laughs> See, whenever I'm doing stuff like that, like uh, for like training that I do, hmm. <laughs> um. Uh, Last year or the year before, I read the entire Google Cloud platform, like, intro book. Mm-hmm. 300 and 400 some odd pages of just, like, here's how we would do things in Google Cloud. And then I went, all right, cool. And then I never used it. And I moved on. Yeah. And I'm doing the same thing again with Microsoft's uh, Azure mm-hmm. Cloud platform, where I'm walking through and doing all the stuff like that. I'm like, I hope I retain that one. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, that's cool. Yep. Read the whole thing. Did all the tests. Just didn't take the cert. But I don't use Google Cloud, but like Azure, I could see myself using. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's actually <laughs> Same really with AWS, but I, so this we're getting off topic already. I saw a neat project that deals with uh, Microsoft Cloud that um, you create it using Raspberry Pi, of course. Yep. you. Uh, it was a bird feeder that took photos of birds and then like would categorize them into what type of bird they. Oh, are. okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense too. Yeah. I've seen stuff like that before. That or you, cause you can use raspberry Pi's for like trail cams as well so people yeah. have had those things um no it's a mix of that and then i'm doing like my python stuff on the side with the baseball stuff mm. um but the you know just sounds interesting yeah yeah it's neat because i was i was looking at uh at game jobs again this like last week Mm-hmm. Not because, like, I want out of mine or anything, but I was just like, man, it'd be nice if I could end up with, like, a fully remote position and just chill. Yeah. Uh, and then I was looking at, like, some of the ones of what I think I qualified into. They're like, oh, you need this, all this extra stuff that I do not have. And I was like, never mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, immediately looking again, I was like, imposter syndrome, and I'm out of here. Because they're like, oh, you're, I'm looking for a system engineer. I was like, I'm a system engineer. And then they go, and you need these things. And I go, ha No, I don't. Move on. Well, it's probably your basic, like, you know. Oh, it's like a programming background because you need to be able to write code or whatever. And I'm like, I do not write code in my, my role. I think, I feel like there's, like, a general inflation for for job listings where they, like, inflate the qualifications you need by, like, 50%. Oh, for sure. But it's also, you know, attempt to weed people out and stuff like that. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to number two. The judge overseeing the case between Activision Blizzard and the United States Equal Opportunity Commission is prepared to approve the settlement proposed by the two parties. Judge Dale S. Fisher plans to have a final hearing on the matter on Tuesday, March 29th, where she expects to approve the proposal following, quote, limited further argument, end quote, and court requested revisions to the decree. Under the terms of the proposed settlement, Activision Blizzard promised to create an $18 million fund to compensate and make amends to eligible claimants, as determined by the EEOC. Double I don't know. Uh, the publisher also pledged to improve training tools to improve workplace policies and practices, hire an internal equal opportunity employment opportunity coordinator... Ugh. And bringing in a neutral third-party equal opportunity employment consultant approved by the Equal Opportunity Commission. I hate that. <laughs> 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 I hate it almost more because you pivot back and forth between EEO, EEOC, and EEOC, and EEOC, <laughs> because, because you have to. But it's just, oh, my God. It's such a long thing. So, all right. looks like I mean, the settle. upsides were almost done because they're going to settle with this one. Oh, there's two more lawsuits, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> this one's going to settle. So at least the four-letter acronym is gone. And now we deal with the other acronyms. Yeah, And the new lawsuits. Another speaking, sexual harassment lawsuit which. has been filed against Activision Blizzard. A law firm filed the suit on behalf of a plaintiff identified as Jane Doe against Activision Blizzard. Jane Doe alleges she had been subject to sexual harassment and discrimination while working at the company. The suit names Activision Blizzard, Blizzard Entertainment, three former Blizzard employees, two current employees, and Doe's 1 through 25 as defendants. Many of the allegations in the lawsuit involve Mark uh, Skarupa. Skarupa? Is is this a name you're familiar with? I have never heard of him. Okay. A former Blizzard staffer who is one of the named defendants and a current Microsoft employee. Well, I guess aren't they all? I'm sure that's more of a, a subtle distinction of like he left before the acquisition happened, but yeah. Uh, Doe was hired as a senior administrative uh, assistant to support Skarupa, Skarupa, excuse me, and another Blizzard employee in the IT department. Unfortunately, this is a rinse and repeat story. Uh, Jane Doe is the victim of various forms of harassment, makes complaints and gets ignored. Uh she then complains to the executives, which I think exactly she I think she uh wrote a letter to Brock Brake Brock, what's the guy's name? J. Allen Brock. Brack. Brack. J. Allen Brack. Uh gets offered a new position that pays less and is set up for failure for the rest of her tenure. Sounds like continuous pieces of shit. So that's another one. Added to the pile. Yeah. Throw the book at them and stop settling with bullshit. Agreed. That's really all I got for that. Yeah. I mean, at this point, like, it's getting annoying because we're doing the same shit over and over and over again. And it'd be nice to have some positive news. Not that, like... It's disappointment with the general state of the industry. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Well, here's some positive news. <laughs> <laughs> Psych? Uh, Microsoft has confirmed that partial source code pertaining to Bing and Cortana has been stolen as part of a cyber attack. In a statement, the firm said that it has been actively tracking a large scale social engineering and extortion campaign on Matt's nostrils. <laughs> Uh, and I don't has, think they could have heard that anyway. No, so. I, don't th- I don't think they could have. <laughs> it should have been canceled out by me anyway, but it is just funny. I'm a little nasally and congested. Specifically, the left side of my face, my left nostril, and my left eardrum. So, weird. if I talk a little weird, it's because The I, left side of your face. Yeah, and I sound funny to myself, which, you know, you get into that, like... Yep. And you hear it, and you're just like, eh. That's mostly because you can't hear yourself, though. Yeah. Anyway... Uh, they've been actively tracking a large-scale social engineering and extortion campaign and has attributed the threat to hacker group Lapsus with a dollar sign at the end of their name. Uh, Stylized. I, I almost wanted to do the old lap- Lapis Lazuli <laughs> yeah. from Minecraft. Uh, in Microsoft's statement. Whoa, hello. Whoa, what? I accidentally turned my phone too far, and now it all completely screwed up in Microsoft's statement they explained that lapis lapis likely gained access to organizations via purchasing employee credentials and multi-factor authentication approval using a password stealer or searching public code for exposed credentials microsoft highlighted that quote no customer code or data was involved in the observed activities end quote the group is also reportedly behind similar cyber attacks on nvidia and samsung as per VGC. So apparently, perfect. Get rid of Bing and Cortana. Problem solved. Apparently, they like they. I don't believe this. Like I've seen a bunch of news organizations like run it, but I want to see more before you know. There's a definitive thing on it. Is uh, there's like they they think some teenager in the UK was is like the leader of this group. Hell yeah. So. But then, like, they caught him because he posted, like, TikTok videos of, like, screenshots. And it's like, that doesn't seem... even then, also completely believable, though. Because just because you're smart at one thing doesn't mean you're completely idiotic at the other. I guess. I guess. I mean, you saw the videos we watched. It seems outlandish. Somebody trying to saran wrap a bowl and (laughs) use the edge of the bowl to tear it instead of the... uh, that's that's honestly the most irritating one. Yeah, that one. Uh, I'm going to be thinking about that one for a while. Silly, silly, silly. Netflix. Either that or the drunk guy with the vodka bottle. Yeah. Because that one's just an immediate regret. <laughs> through the window? Straight through the window. <laughs> hit the wall, hit the wall. Perfect shot through a second story window instead. <laughs> like that wasn't bound to happen, though. Oh, yeah. But you're a, you're painstakingly drunk getting encouraged by drunk idiots who also couldn't think there's no way he misses that giant wall, right? Classic move. Uh, Netflix has announced three more mobile games that you'll soon be able to play on iOS and Android with a subscription to the streaming service. That's what you get for your 20 dollars a month. Don't worry, we're going to go to 25 in three months. <laughs> this is a true This is a true story. It's an educational role-playing game created to, quote, share a true story of a sub-Saharan African woman's daily struggle to get water for her family, end quote. Okay, hold on. Holding. <laughs> the name of the game. This is a true story. Is, that's the name of the game. Yes. And and the game. Yes. Is the struggle to find water. Yes. In the Sahara. Yes. All right. I'm just, I just wanted a clarification. Uh, Sub-Sahara. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I apologize to the Sub-Saharans. Are they a people? I don't know. I think so. Shatter Remastered is an updated take on the brick-breaking game that first released on PS3 in 2009. Don't remember that one. I, I mean, honestly, neither do I, but that sounds already like a better game <laughs> than the first one. And finally, Into the Dead 2 Unleashed, a hybrid FPS runner game. Uh, you'll have to survive waves of zombies. This is a true story, and Shatter Remastered will be available on Tuesday. While Netflix says Into the Dead 2 uh, Unleashed is coming soon. All right. I is uh, there? We might You're well. Gonna, say you got to use now. your your twenty dollars subscription to play them? No. All right. Gotta cancel that subscription. Uh, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, wait! Let me make sure I binge what I need to first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Just tell me when my 30 days starts. That's all I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll say now, Netflix also acquired Boss Fight Entertainment, uh, which is known for a free-to-play mobile title called Dungeon Boss. Oh, all right. I said that like, it sounded like I knew the game. I don't, but... I don't either. But, you know, Netflix buying on, things. Yeah. All about the mobile games, it seems. Yeah, I think they realized that they could corner a market there, kind of. Or at least be first to market with the idea of having the video plus mobile subscription being together. I mean, I guess it's more value for your money, but... Yeah, it's just... If you leverage it. Yeah. Let's talk about other things that are coming. Number six, CD Projekt Red has announced that it's working on a brand new Witcher game, which will kick off a new saga for the franchise. And the first new mainstream title in the series since The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt... That was released all the way back in 2015. The biggest news, however, is that the upcoming Witcher game will see CD Projekt Red switch over from its existing in-house Red engine, engine, which the <laughs> why that, uh, which the company has been using for over a decade, to Unreal Engine 5 as part of a multi-year strategic partnership between CD Projekt Red and Epic Games. Despite that partnership, The Witcher game won't be exclusive to the Epic Games store, and CD Projekt Red will continue to use Red Engine for some current projects, like the upcoming Cyberpunk 2077 expansion. CD Projekt Red is making a point to note that, quote, no further details, such as a development time frame or release date, are being provided at this time about the new title. What we know so far is that the game will not be called The Witcher 4 and the image shown with the announcement is a Lynx Witcher medallion sitting in the snow. I apparently didn't put it in the article, but one of the big sticking points that I noticed and it's a big win for Epic is that the deal uh, that they worked out with Epic also means that anything, any tech or... Um, Advancements that they make in Unreal Engine Five gets shared with Epic to be implemented into the engine. Oh, really? Know. Like they make a tool for it It gets put in the marketplace essentially. And, exactly. Which yeah. I feel like is a big win for Epic because it's it free. Yeah, yeah. CD Projekt Red they they're gonna they're gonna make tech. They're gonna make shit. They're gonna make it look pretty, prettier. Uh, yeah, I mean there will still be there will still be CD Projekt bugs in it as per usual, but yeah. This is like I feel like the beginning. Like this is gonna be the first. The this is the first big developer that's moved away from like their in-house, in-house engine. I feel like their that's gonna be a trend. Of, their version of Creation Engine. Yeah, that's gonna be the trend going forward. Is everyone consolidating onto like Unreal, Unity, and I don't know. Probably PlayStation will start using the. It, it'll be fifty-fifty 50. engine. It'll or be whatever. the ones that have been known to be buggy. So like, Ubisoft's massive with their Snowdrop has been fine. Yeah. Like they're going to try to get probably the rest of their teams on Snowdrop where, where like the red engine has been the slightly better version of the creation engine. But I don't know if that's like buggy. That's either a compliment to the creation engine or an insult to the red engine. It's, it's in, (laughs) it's a backhanded compliment to the red engine. Yeah. Because they're, they're both in-house projects. They're both filled with bugs. Yeah. But the Red Engine has fewer of them. Yeah. And it looks more modern. Yes. And it's not being held together by a man named Frank in a basement. Yeah. Um, I I'm excited. I'm slightly annoyed. Okay. All right. Well, two different I tones. I feel like we're getting that same issue we've been getting, which is like, let's announce a game that's not going to be out for, like, five years. Okay. I agree in that regard. I'll counter it with this. They needed to say something that wasn't cyberpunk related. Just just say that you haven't abandoned The Witcher. Okay. Because cyberpunk has been, like, this shit show that's loomed over you for three years. Uh, Game director is the same guy. Same game, game director of Gwent, by the way. Okay case you were curious. Yeah, I don't know if that means good or bad. No idea I mean, either. I Didn't. mean, when's been fine. It's been, it's just been there, but it's not been like a dumpster fire. It's just been, it's been yeah. a meme more than anything. But that's because of, of how it was used in Witcher Three. So, um, all right. Um, but like they needed to just say that, hey, we have something else coming, so that way some people have hope because it is there are multiple reasons. Right, it's one of the beloved stories it is, or beloved franchises or whatever, you've now had two seasons of a show, so now you have you have many eyes now going, hey, is there another one of these coming? Because, I mean, we saw it with the, with the first season of Witcher, when that dropped the spike in the amount of people that were playing Witcher 3. Yeah. So now that you've had two seasons of it, like... They needed to just kind of say something. Will it be five years? Pro- you know, potentially. I, But yes, what I had expected was a remaster of the first of three, games. Oh, yeah, one and two. I think that would be very cool. I just don't think they, they'd have to outsource it, I think. I don't think they have the capabilities in-house to do it. Not while trying to put out the fire that is Cyberpunk and still make another one. Yeah. Um, Like, if they, if they somehow wrangled Bluepoint into going, hey, can you guys, like pretty these up and ship them. Yeah. Them in PlayStation. Now Kith. But no, kiss. the... I'm excited because of everything that we've said with, like, it's not for. Like, there There have been some devs that have been out there from Senior Project that that have been like, bring it down. Bring down your hype. Like, it's not coming soon. Like, here's what we haven't announced today. This, 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 this. Like, stop saying these things. We're not, it's, we haven't announced The Witcher 4. We've announced another story. Like, they've kind of like, yeah. tried to... They've already been trying to, like, reel it in. Yeah, because I don't think this is going to be... I don't think we're going to see Geralt in it. Um, my assumption is... That I think we see him in it. I just don't know that we play as him. I My Maybe. assumption is that it's far removed from what we know of as the Witcher universe. It would be interesting to see it as either before he's doing his thing or like on the side. So you kind of know that he exists and he's doing his thing mm-hmm. and like you run past him every now and then and just being be or like run you to interact like in care more or something like coming across each other just being like. Oh, what's up, girl! God, you're so cool. <laughs> My guess is that it's long, a- not a long maybe long not after. long after, but a good a good amount after. I wasn't sure if they would go after or before, because if they go before, it's when you had more witchers. Mm-hmm.
1: After the, like, the, the snow, for
2: me is the is the thing. Is I think it's dealing with the whole like wild hunt again. Not Well, maybe indirectly or maybe directly, but I, I was thinking it was going to deal with, like, the, the prophecy, the whole prophecy that, like, Siri's supposed to bring, like, this, like, end to the world via, like, frozen fucking... Oh, yeah, that's a prophecy that, like, nobody actually... I, I say nobody actually knows because nobody's read the books, yeah. but, like, there's enough people that know. Yeah, that's my assumption, but that's just me, like, you know taking a random piece of shit throwing it at the wall seeing if it sticks fair enough uh speaking of reading the books now that we're here uh i'm into book two a little bit like i think i'm in the third or fourth story in it what do you what do you think of the dragon well it was just what i remembered yeah because i saw the show before i you know i saw season one before i read the book obviously dragon story is a lot different is it? I couldn't remember the yeah. exact differences, but I was like, this sounds about what I remember, minus, like, the the fighting. Minus, the like, the duel part of it. I mean, it's a lot different. It, it's a lot different. Just the way the characters interact and, like, what happens to Yennefer, and then also, like, the dragon itself. Like, you just straight up, like, 1v1s everyone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... I mean, yeah. I enjoyed it. It was. I still liked it. I probably liked it better than the show, honestly. But I don't remember enough. I didn't really. And then the story after that is the one with. Oh, I don't remember the wizard's name. The wizard that's in love with Yen. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And she is. Uh, she basically leaves him, uh-huh. while also leaving you. And he basically uh-huh. tries to have you. Commit suicide again, or he tries to commit suicide using you as the <laughs> suicide spec. via Witcher, yes, yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly. Suicide <laughs> via Witcher, um, with the fucking birds, yes, with the yeah. uh, oh, something with a C or a K, oh, yeah, I don't remember what they're called now, yeah, I know what you're talking about, but yeah, yeah, the the birds. Uh, truth is a shard of ice. Yeah. And then the story after that is the one that I'm in currently where you find Dandelion having been thrown out of a house. And you run in, you go to the talk to the halfling in the bar. And the halfling is not actually the halfling because the halfling the actual halfling got trapped in the closet and Oh yeah, yeah that's yeah, a yeah. fun story actually. That's yeah. a really fun. Um Dandelion's like a riot in the books. Like, I feel like he's... he he is, but he's also so like every portrayal of Dandelion is so very Dandelion because yeah. you just also want to go. I I hate you. Yeah. you're just so obnoxious. oh, uh, yeah, that's good. It's good stuff. Am I up next? Is that what's going on here? Is... Because yes, that entire situation at the dragon is weird is almost weird when he says, "I'm gonna call it the Tale of Two Tits." Yeah, yeah. Carl's <laughs> like, "Quit it." He's like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> she fucks with me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, crazy. Anything you wanna? You you? Is there anything you wanna see from this next Witcher game, or anything that you expect it to be? No, because if they're taking a full offshoot, could just, it, it might just, not even be an RPG. I would prefer it to stay an RPG. Yeah, I think everyone would. It'd be would, very weird that they did not RPG. Everyone would, but I'm. You know, with, we're, we're, going, we're we're just FPS Witcher. You know, maybe it's some sort of, like, action-adventure game. I mean, it's kind of what they already are, let's be honest. you strip out all the RPG fun stuff, though. It's just like, uh, I don't know, fucking Uncharted, but Witcher Universe. Oh, gross. (laughs) Think about that. Actively terrible. Uh, Think about that. Like, oh, hey, here's your open-world beauty. Uh, Now you're on rails. Number seven. God, now, now you've just made me angry. Yeah, that's right. Could be anything. Man, can you imagine, though, if Uncharted was good games? Uncharted is good games, first off. <laughs> uh, you know what's not a good game? Horizon Forbidden West. Ooh, ooh. Sony announced Monday I'm that... Not even, <laughs> I'm not even done, but I might fight you. <laughs> I fucking hate that game. How do you hate that game? It's so I, I, frustrating. I, I, I... Right. I hate it not because it's bad. I hate it because it's so close to good. That They just they missed the... Yeah, yeah. yeah but i think we both agree that it, more than likely it's because of what we suspected before we were both done where they clearly hit a point and then lopped off part of it. Yep. And they were like we got sh- we got to condense this all yeah. down. Yep.
1: All right, Tony. I, I, I can ahead. understand.
2: I can understand that point. Yeah, I got a lot of bugs too. Where it's like a lot of... I haven't really had any bugs, but I can understand that point cuz i i know that feeling where you're like you have so much potential. Yeah and you've squ- I feel like a movie villain at that point where you're like trying to turn the hero to basically you know I'm trying to turn Anakin. Mm-hmm. I'm like you have unlimited power and he's just refusing me. For I don't- Why? Come on, man. Yeah. Why? No oh, high ground. Don't even get me started with the whole Obi-Wan thing. Yeah. The old, you know, bacon no bacon. Uh Oh my god, the genie. <laughs> Do you want games, unlimited games, and no bacon, or no games, and no bacon? (laughs) That is a a reference that nobody listening is going to understand. Look it up. Uh, Sony announced Monday that it has entered an agreement to acquire Montreal-based Haven Studios, which is founded and led by veteran game designer Jade Raymond. Haven and Sony originally announced the partnership just over a year ago, but now Sony is bringing Haven into the fold as one of its first-party studio PlayStation Studios. The price of the deal wasn't disclosed. Based on a press release, it sounds like the game could be a PlayStation Five. Their game could be a PlayStation Five exclusive, which we kind of already knew that. Uh, PlayStation boss Jim Ryan's, what the fuck was that? That was uh, one of my empty containers. Stop. So if anybody heard any bottling, dancing around? Don't worry about it. You're fine. Yep. Uh, where was I Jim Ryan said the game will quote flex the power of the PlayStation 5 end quote while well, Raymond said that quote we intend to fully embrace the incredible capabilities of the PS5 to create new worlds that inspire players and allow them to connect to new ways end quote the acquisition also means Sony will have its first PlayStation PlayStation studio in Canada oh my god I'm so stuffed up hey. Um, anything you want to say before I continue because there's more. I mean, Jade's had a history to her last three, so. Yeah. Same. We'll see. About the acquisition, PlayStation Studios head Herman Hulse said, quote, we're right. We're, no, we're not right. You're right. You're damn right I am. <laughs> you could have just. We could have just carried on in the capacity of them being an external development partner. But what Haven has created is so exciting for us. There was just the desire to deepen that relationship. We have been very impressed with how Haven is coming together. It's just easy, easier for us to invest in the team and game more deeply this way. It's a testament to the fact we've been very impressed with the progress that Haven has made. They're actually exceeding a lot of the plans, including in terms of time, which very rarely happens in game development. Let me tell you. So we thought, let's invest deeply and do this properly. End quote. The interview goes on for a bit. But when you dig into it, the real major reason that the team is ex- is experienced and work well together. So it sounds like Sony uh, was attracted to the idea of a fully developed studio, that it didn't have to deal with growing pains. Um, apparently, uh, the fact that it was a Canadian developer was also a motivating factor. Quote, I've already seen the caliber of people that Haven have been able to attract. We are finally in Canada. We we're finally in Quebec and we've hit the ground running with a team that's deeply embedded in the area. As you know, we we've always been heavily represented on the West Coast of the US in Tokyo, in the UK, in Amsterdam, and now in Helsinki with Housemark. So it's great to be able to tap into pools of creative talent in different parts of the world and quote. So yeah, uh was uh, immediately like a little turned off by this, but you know, Sony's on this kick of buying talent, so they're they're on the kick of buying unproven talent. I mean, this, well, this is clearly unproven. The other ones are more like they've done something for them already, so then they acquire them type of thing. Yeah, I uh, I think they're like really. This is this kind of just screams that they're really worried about Microsoft and all the. Influx of yeah, assets it, they've acquired. There's definitely that concern. My thing is, kind of what we talked about earlier in the week when it happened. What are you? What did you show them to make them so in love with it? Yeah, there's. I have like scary things there, like oh, we made this, whatever it is. I'm assuming it's a live service game. It is a live service game. So it's like, we've made a live service game that is going to pillage your user's (laughs) pockets. I had the same exact thoughts because, like, they must have shown Sony exactly what Sony wants from a game. There's definitely that potential thing where they, you know, all right. You know, we're looking for a game with this. Oh, really? Well, uh, you know, I got something that I that can do that. And you're like, oh, you you told them everything they wanted to hear. Yeah, we made this too in six months. Yeah, <laughs> and I get, I get, I I just would put money on it that I can get it up to the level you want three weeks from now. Uh, I can have this game ready for fall. Your thoughts? Give me money. Here we go. <laughs> you like Canada? I'm in Canada. Boom. Problem solved. (laughs) I give you a whole Uh, country. We're just perfect. uh...
0: Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey.
2: Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home.
1: Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
2: Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad?
1: Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
2: <laughs> All right, so blow up in their face or not blow up in their face? Not blow up in their face. But this interview will be referenced when the game comes out and everybody goes, what did you see? Or the f- first time it gets delayed. No, no, the first time it gets delayed, they'll be fine. Because they'll say, that's fine, you know, we're, we're moving to the second. The second time, though, that's the issue. <laughs> uh... It's almost like, once again, Matt, we're the greatest think tank in the world because... Uh, I'm stating the most obvious things that have ever happened. Yet yeah, no one else sees them. It well, see the, well the, the people who... There's a few things. <laughs> have a lot of money, don't see them. They either don't see them, or the other talking heads that exist are just so optimistic all the time that they don't understand that they've literally been getting hand-fed things incorrectly constantly. Is that the key to uh, Ultimate Riches? Just being optimistic. optimistic. Oh, yeah. Well, never sign me up for that, then. I'm fucked. I'd be insufferable. And I probably already am insufferable. Anyway, let's move on to number eight. Ubisoft has unveiled new development technology designed to use <laughs> to use cloud computing to improve how it builds its games, expand the scope of its titles, and potentially bypass <laughs> hardware restrictions. The tech runs components of Ubisoft's game engines, such as audio, physics, and AI as individual systems in the cloud, spreading the work across a potentially unlimited number of machines. yeah, that's how cloud works uh, according to the publisher. Ubisoft claims games using Scalar will be able to i guess they're calling it scalar Scalar will be able to leverage a virtually infinite amount of computing power. For players, this will translate to larger game worlds with a higher number of concurrent players and potentially more scope for persistency so their actions have a permanent impact on the world. Having played a lot of Ubisoft games, this sounds fucking terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Ron Burgundy. Ron (laughs) Burgundy. That's exactly what they need. Another excuse to make their games even bigger and more meaningless. They can't even get their normal game engines to run right. Throw in the cloud and we'll get a whole new level of jank slash end rant. That was me, by the way, that last part. It's it's 100%. He he hit me with the Ron Burgundy. Um, Here's here's my immediate thought. I like where their heart's at. Oh, yeah. That's classic Ubisoft. (laughs) Exactly. I like what they are trying to do. I like what they're trying to accomplish with that. Here's my immediate issues. It's Ubisoft, issue one. Issue two, that means you're referencing having an always online game. Yep. That's an issue. Issue three, which world that you currently have does that seem like a good idea for? Which world do you currently have needs to be bigger or or have more players in it or have permanence. What world? Assassin's Creed single player doesn't matter. Division is already a massive open world with I you sure you could add more people into that world? But like other than other than just allowing more friends to play together or whatever, or, you know, yeah. have more interaction. Wouldn't really do anything. Like, okay, you can make the world bigger, I guess. Like, you could to accommodate the more people so it didn't feel crowded. But even after that happened, you don't need the permanence part of it. That doesn't need to be there. Uh, A Skull and Bones. Uh, that's just that's just an issue. That's not like anything relevant to this. That's uh, that's just an issue. <laughs> that's that's vaporware. That's it's literally just. An, anytime Ubisoft comes up and anybody wants to list issues like sexual harassment, racism, uh, terrible game design, skull and bones, like that's just gonna get in the list. And all right, let's talk about real games. <laughs> Watch Far Cry, Dogs. Far Cry, Far Cry, and Watch Dogs. What's the point? Far Cry is already a single player game that has permanence in it because it's what I do. Watchdogs is mostly single player with a multiplayer component, but you, you, again, have permanence already. And the worlds are both massive. I don't know. I, I think uh... Hyperscape would have been a bigger map with more people, but you've already killed it. X Defiant is about to get killed. Your other game, you already killed. Like, what? <laughs> what? 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 Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon. Okay, you could put more people in it, but you already can put pretty decent amount of people in it, and it's already a massive world. So I guess the two Tom Clancys and Division and to- and that make the most sense at the moment. But you're gonna tell me that Rabbids needs it, Raymond Legends needs it, Just Dance needs permanence, Ubisoft needs to like uh, reassess their image a little bit. They need to find an image because at this point they fucking lost it. I think the problem is the image they, they want to find and are trying to find is, like, a terrible idea. Which is basically, like, let's do mobile games. Let's build a bunch of mobile games. And let's also try to do a bunch of generic live service games where we sell shit to people. I, and I don't know if this is 100% true what I'm about to say. But I'm going to say it. Well, if you say it, it's probably going to become true. That's true. I think Eve needs to fire a bunch of his C-suite people. And put people with actual passion back in the role, and not money. Yeah. Like yeah, when they had Ubi Arts and these all these other things, and they were being considered like innovative. In they're turning into EA late 2010s kind or like early 2010s kind of where they were dropping these newer style games, and you had just this obsession with like things like Splinter Cell and everything else kind of running through but now you're turning into EA who is already turning to shit. So why are you trying to model yourselves after a company that can only literally only make two games? Yeah. Or, sorry. The last I apologize. Three games they can make Apex, four games. I'll, I, I look at me counting up. Why am I counting up? They can make four games. They can make Madden, FIFA, Sims, Apex. That's it. I mean, I'd argue that Madden and FIFA are basically the same game. Well, they Here's the thing. They're the same game year after year, so like once you've now found the the formula you don't need to change it, yeah. So you're really making two games. <laughs> the last like interesting game that Ubisoft made was Phoenix. Uh, what's it called? Oh, in Rainbow Six, Immor- Immortals Phoenix Rising, yes. And they didn't even market it well, so no, they marketed it, it, terribly. it terribly. It was exactly what we wanted an out in four months game, yeah. You played it, it was and it also got DLC, but like they swept it under the rug because they, had, well, I sorry, it was not out in four months. They announced it as gods and monsters. Everybody went, I'm really confused. What the fuck is that? Then a year later, at the same e th- at the next E3 conference, we heard Imm- Immortals, Phoenix Rising, saw the same game, went, wait, that's gods and monsters. And then four months later, it was out, and then it kind of got swept under the rug. Yep. And everyone was suffering from fucking burnout, because they Ubisoft just released, like, Watch Dogs 2 and Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed. Yeah. And so it got, like, fucked. I'm pretty sure it was a it was Watchdogs into Phoenix Rising into Assassin's Creed, yeah. All right, number nine. So unless they're trying to pull the Titanfall issue and they wanted to kill the studio that made Phoenix Rising, yeah. Wanted them to work on Skull and Bones, probably. Uh, honestly, cancel every one of your games then, because you're going to need every studio you have. <laughs> All right, Rockstar. Where's Beyond Good and Evil too? You came out and cried on you, stage. You know what's great is that of all the games they've released, the most latest one is probably the one we're going to see first. The, late, the the last one they announced is probably the game we're going to see first. Heartland? Yes. Yes. I'd agree. That's <laughs> fucking nuts. <laughs> um, Rockstar Games announced GTA Plus, a new subscription service for GTA Online for the PS5 and Xbox series. It's set to launch on March 29th it'll cost 6 bucks a month and will be available through the Microsoft Store and PlayStation Store. Of the listed benefits, players will receive $500,000 in in-game currency monthly and will be able to claim virtual property within GTA Online. Do you see anything else about this? Uh not exactly. I saw like a breakdown of what they were exactly saying. Like you mm-hmm. can rent property, get the money, yada, yada. So there was a breakdown that they posted, but I didn't like pay too much attention to it. Cause I wasn't about to go get it. I'd like the idea. I'd like the idea seven years ago though. Yeah. <laughs> you want know what's annoying? I didn't put it in here as so I keep seeing rumors about GTA six. No, oh, of course. Yeah. Just wait. Cause next year or yeah, next year is going to be all Sky or all Elder Scrolls rumors. Cuz once Starfield's out, it's it switches all oh, to that. God, I forgot Starfield's coming out. Yep, theoretically. Yep, so once that theoretically comes out, everything pivots to Elder Scrolls and GTA 6 rumors. And now Witcher rumors. Jesus Christ. Ugh. Cheese and Rice number 10. I do like the idea I like what they're going for because they made online free, so once yeah. you, once they had made online free if they had made online free and dropped this at the same time in 2015, I would have been all over it. yeah, it's a neat idea for sure because but... once heist once the first heists were done and it took that while to give out the the mega heist thing, mm-hmm. the only way was to spend like an entire weekend rerunning all the heists to try to get enough money and unless you threw shark cards at it you literally couldn't get enough money to do certain things Mm -hmm. so all right now you just give somebody 500 grand a month and like okay that you can make that work kind of but it's like oh god anyway number 10 at gdc 2022 microsoft unveiled a new cloud gaming division that is part of xbox game studios publishing This division is headed by Kim Swift, who joined Microsoft last year to help the development of cloud-native games. In a GDC 2022 talk, she revealed that the team's mandate is to partner with world-class game development teams to develop cloud-native games to bring unprecedented experiences to players that can only be achieved with cloud technology. And uh, in case you're keeping score at home, they're going to do it better than Ubisoft is. I, uh, I'm thinking we might see that, uh, Xbox streaming stick this year. Now, I gotta ask, cause I need, I need you to check my ego. Did I come up with that when we were initially doing E3 predictions X amount of time ago? And I said, I think that the cloud gaming thing will end up being like a USB dongle, basically, that you shove into a TV. Or did that actually get leaked somewhere and then I claimed it? Bro, you're asking someone who has probably the worst memory in New York State. I mean, that's not the country. I'm so trying to ch- not, you know, I'm trying to give myself a little credit here. Honestly, I'm just curious because. I do predict the future a lot. Yeah, but that was one I felt so sure of that I can't tell if I came up with such a great idea or if so. It was a here's leak. my take on that: it feels right, which means. But <laughs> I feel like if you had nailed it that closely, we would have talked about it more. <laughs> that's true. So but I'm like, I'm defense about this. But also, they haven't announced it at all. Like that's what I was yeah. expecting when they said that that. Uh when they had the cloud stuff and they were going to do their new unveil of whatever. Yeah. I was like that's clearly what it is and then it wasn't that. So, yeah. I think they did acknowledge that they were working on something. I thought so too, but I don't I don't 100% remember, so I don't know. I mean, I want to take my victory laps, but I I can't take them if it, the thing doesn't exist. Yeah, I mean maybe maybe I'll I could dig through a, the docs. Well, no, because if you wouldn't have written it in the E3 prediction. Eh. No, I wouldn't have written it. I don't think it was a written-down conversation. I think it was a spoken-word conversation. Ah. Yeah, because, you know, we do spoken, spoken word. We do, i say we do spoken <laughs> word here. <laughs> All right. Rumors and hearsay. <laughs> You're going to like these. No, I'm not. Uh, the upcoming Star Wars Fallen Order. Je- whatever the fuck that game's called. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order 2 will be shown during the Star Wars Celebration event this May, according to Games Beats Jeff Grubb. I can't wait to just be unbelievably annoyed. Alright. Fair enough. Well, you remember the ending of the first one. Uh, I didn't like it. I don't remember. Well, I remember... The ending of the first one was... I liked the Darth Vader part. Right. That part was good, but the ending was him destroying the Holocron... Yeah. to not be able to go find the kids that were Force-sensitive and let them just live their lives. Yeah. So, But at the same time, he was like, let's restart the Jedi Order or whatever. Right. But then he blew up the way he had to figure out where people were. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. all right, so you're just going to... All right, man. I guess we're doing it again. Yeah. Let's go steal some kids. Whatever. Uh, Ubisoft, I Massives. Do a, I would do an Irish accent, but I can't. That's fair. <laughs> Do a little Qui-Con. <laughs> Ubisoft massive Star Wars project, as in like massive studios. Not, yes. it, not yes, massive. Yeah. Uh Star Wars project is not going to see the light of day until twenty twenty five at the earliest, according to rumors. I mean that sounds about right. That'd be a four year cycle from when we heard about it. So Yeah, it makes sense. Tencent is working with Ubisoft. On a Rainbow Six, Assassin's Creed, and The Division mobile games, and I wrote, "Yuck." Uh, you know what? Sure, I I not surprised, but disappointed. Maybe I assume the Assassin's Creed one would be like mission table style. Uh, Division could run into like a PUBG scenario, and then what was the other one? Watch Rainbow Six. I oh, think. Rainbow Six. Yeah. Also a Watchdog style, or sorry, yeah, Watchdogs like a PUBG like it's a shooter. The problem I have now, this Creed one is weird. The problem I have now is the same problem that we have with Ubisoft is they've all of their franchises have gotten so close to each other that it's like hard to imagine why would you need three separate games of those. I can't wait till that's one game. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna happen. It's Desmond Miles dressed up in a Rainbow Six outfit shooting a Division agent. Yeah, and everybody's just like. Just finally, finally put all the worlds together. Stop this joke that they're separated. Give me the watchdog setting that is inside of Black Friday, New York City, Division One, And you're fighting the Templars. Exactly. Who are the cleaners? The guys with the giant flamethrowers on yeah. the back that are garbage men. <laughs> but they're the Templars. <laughs> okay. Uh, playground games fable reboot got off to a slow start and slow progress because of their lack of knowledge with open world rpgs Uh, playground also reportedly has a quote do more with less ethos which worked for games they had experience with like forza but worked against them with the new project this is all according to some a dev who left playground games he did say though that like they got by past all those hurdles because they hired a whole slew of people who had experience with these things. So. Yeah, it just—it was a weird studio to give a Fable to, anyway. Yeah, I can't wait though for when I'm slaughtering white balverines, and that skill song comes on though. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, can't wait for when I'm fucking kicking chickens and I get a wheel spin. Oh, dude. Hold on, let me pause real quick. Let me see what sword I'm about to get. Here we go. Oh, uh, what do you mean I just got boots again? Oh, this cosmetic system sucks. <laughs> that's me. Um, am course- going spinning for titles for people to call you. And everybody's just going to be trying to hunt Chicken Chaser. And that's the only way you can get it is in a wheel spin. <laughs> Seasonal wheel spin. Yeah, yeah. One in a million chance mm-hmm. inside of a season that happens once every four weeks. Oh, uh. Don't give them ideas, Matt. It's too late. <laughs> we, why do we speak the truth? I speak the true true. According to Bloomberg, Sony plans to announce its Game Pass competitor next week. What do we think we are gonna call it? Uh I think the code name right now is something it was something with an S. Um. Do we think they call it I wanna say it was like Savage. It was like codename Savage or something like that. Savage was a bub, I thought. Did I read Savage earlier? Scalar. Scalar. Oh, man. I kind of want them to name it something underhanded. Gamefly. <laughs> <laughs> Pull on the nose. Um, I mean, they don't also have to buy the company Gamefly. They did, didn't they? I don't remember if they did. I don't think they did. They bought one of them. They bought Gaikai. but oh, okay. Gamefly was the... Rental one, the right? rental one, yeah. not the, not the streaming one. That was Gakai. I don't know. I just assume it's going to be some fucking PlayStation Pass or something. Oh my god! If it was Plus Pass or Pass Plus, so annoying. It, it um, honestly might be even worse though. It might be like the PlayStation Plus pass game subscription like just playstation plus 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 pass the ppp the triple p the playstation plus pass p cubed <laughs> p cubed <laughs> damn that's hot marketing listen uh, <laughs> all i'm saying is just hire us you know what i mean the was, playstation that goes back to the blizzard we didn't even cover that in, this, in the blizzard shit That, again, we came up with a great idea for the next WoW expansion. Oh, yeah. And somebody else online went, oh, here's a great idea. And we're like, hey, you motherfuckers. Stop stealing it. Yeah. Vacation spot. Though that image that you shared, by the way, has been around for like five years. Oh, okay. Not that exact post, but like that image came out uh, during the whole Cataclysm thing, like right after Cataclysm, because that's when Kazan showed up, and that's the Gallywook statue outside of Kazan. Uh, so that was always the like haha joke of like a tropical retreat to Gazan and uh, I'm pretty sure that image or one like it has been around for a few years Uh, finally uh, the Playstation VR 2 has a demo at GDC 2022 and a couple developers have said it's mind-blowing it's so mind-blowing bro I just smacked my mic uh, alright I mean hey we'll see what it is melting my brain the vision, the colors. Uh, yeah. all right, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Do you want me to do the short shit? Yeah, let's let's burn through it. Uh CEO of Kickstarter is stepping down after three years. The company's blockchain plans are remaining unchanged. Weird. Tech and bloodline, an animated series, is coming to Netflix worldwide in twenty twenty two. I have no idea what that means. Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League has officially been delayed to spring 2023. Not surprising. Epic is donating two weeks of Fortnite proceeds to Ukraine's humanitarian relief. So here comes about $3 billion. (laughs) Last time I looked, it was already up to $50 million. All right, I wasn't that far off. A few Uh, zeros. (laughs) The Overwatch 2 closed beta starts April 26th on PC only. Hey, that is... PAX weekend. It looks like you journalists bucks. and influencers were invited, so I'm sure we'll hear about it in the future. I signed up. I'm an influencer and a journalist. I'm one of those things. No, I'm not either of those things. Uh, Sony is planning to release a variable refresh rate feature for the PS5 in the coming months. Uh, Sony says it will also allow PS5 owners to apply VRR to games that don't officially support it. Weird. EA Sports PGA Tour will be launching in spring of twenty twenty three. Curious to see what that looks like. And uh let's see here. Seeing how PGA tour from two K was kind of lackluster. Uh it has it seems like it has more licensed stuff. So Right, which I think was probably part of the issue with the the two K one. But I'm curious if it if it's more like an old PGA style game from EA where it's like very complete. Like, yeah, you're going to be able to go to whatever course you want. You have all the golfers, you know. Mm -hmm. Something where you and I would actually sit down and, like, jam to it versus being like, well, there's about seven golfers and six courses. Eh, good luck. Yeah. Apparently, the entire GSC Game World studio is moving from Ukraine to Prague and continuing development of Stalker 2. I mean, that's a hell of a hell of a thing yeah i don't it's not set in stone yet i think it's i know but just, still just like oh yeah we're in war uh anyway can we move so we can keep making this <laughs> like those guys are nuts well i mean why not they gotta they want to move their entire staff anyways to keep them safe so why not well just yeah do yeah like- i mean like it it makes sense it's a good move but it's just like a Contextually, it's just crazy to think yeah, about. Yeah, it's it's a weird situation for sure. Like, oh Matt, we need to do the podcast in a different country because we're getting bombed. Like, yeah, Canada what? invaded finally. <laughs> and them and their damn mice. Their mice and their syrup. Always after me, Lucky Charms. <laughs> why? Uh, why? Uh, Ilphonic, the team behind Friday the Thirteenth, the game Predator Hunting Grounds, have announced Ghostbusters: Spirits Unleashed you see this? Yes. And it looks interesting. It does, but it's because it looks like a fun play on Phasmophobia, kind of. It's not. That's my uh, that's my problem with it was I saw it and I was like, oh, that'd be cool if this was a fun play on Phasmophobia. And it's still a 4v1 f- a asymmetrical multiplayer game. I, I, yes, I saw the the V1 part. And that's the part that kind of did also get me. And I was like, oh, you guys could have just done a fast before. Yeah. So I, I guess I wasn't thinking that it was a, f- a for sure play as the ghost. I thought there was probably an option, but I also was hoping that same thing. Um, but then they described it as a 4v1 symmetrical multiplayer game. And I was like, fuck. But Elise and James are writing for it. Are they really? Yeah. Did not know they're that. The, they're the writers on it. Yeah. Well, I, there you know gives me more faith in the in the writing and greg and raul are voice acting in it as they should really right but i have more faith in the writing yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) i mean i'm sure raul will be fine oh greg's like over the top anyway so i'm sure oh greg's just insane i mean i'm I'm, him and raul both do absolutely fine Raúl was a literal actor and he was great and everything but like I, i mean i i'm curious i'm definitely curious and i'd like to see more uh I if it is just a straight four v one, if it's another four v one, I just I don't care. Yeah, I'm not in it. I like the idea that they would be do like it's a good universe to do it in and everything, (laughs) but the v one part is just unnecessary. Yeah, and you're going to find people that don't want to bother with that because they just don't want to. Like yeah, eh, whatever. Uh, Microsoft has stated that it will recognize Raven Software's union, the game Workers' Alliance, if Activision Blizzard does so. Microsoft about to be like, recognize them. Recognize them, or I am going to walk down the hallway and beat the shit out of you. Just recognize them. Um... Which is even funnier because that means that, like, the parent company is like, yeah, sure, we're fine with it. Yep. And the the middling company is like, oh, uh, no, hey, you. And they're like, wait, what do you mean dad said yes? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Been a week. You been up to anything? You already said no. So, all right. Uh, my week. <laughs> uh, you can continue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not to belittle your week, but you literally did say you did nothing. Yeah. I mean, nothing worth mentioning. Oh well, all right, fair so, enough. Um, mine was just WoW rating, basically. Uh, played a little bit of Gran Turismo, but not much. WoW rating, and I uh, heard a rumor that you're top five hundred guild. That is not true. That top one thousand. That guild. is not the number right. One thousand. <laughs> I was I was pumping you up. My bad. Yeah. Uh, U.S. top one thousand right now. Top one thousand. They're gonna be top five hundred. Um, top. 2500 world i think according to the last time i looked they'll be top 100 don't worry so top, <laughs> top like I from 500 to yeah 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 in <laughs> world 10. yeah and i i said you said 500 us and then went 100 world which mathematically doesn't work <laughs> uh, um they're gonna they're making world first <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm gonna somehow now leap past all of them that have been there forever and jump into the Jailer and kill it right before they even finish. Wow. Uh, 1v1 Jailer, I heard. Yeah. I yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go challenge him to a duel for the fate of society, for the fate <laughs> of the world. Um, no, it's... It's been fun. Uh, The... When the last... So the last group that I was raiding with, we were... I don't count our sanctum stuff because we didn't really raid during that. I mean, we did it, but like it wasn't, we were never consistent. I think we did it for like three weeks and that was it. Um, but in Castle, we were 13,000 something in the world, I think, from what I remember. I don't remember our US ranking, but like we got AOTC and we were, we were good and it was fun and it was enjoyable. Um, but then I, you know, left and I took the step to this one and now we're sub 1000 in the U S and it's like, it it doesn't feel it still. Like really? I still feel like I'm in 10,000th or something, you know, because until you look at it, you don't know. And when you're watching like the world first races and you like have your own frame of reference of where they are, you're like, Oh yeah, we're not even close, but like we're seven out of 11 and heroic right now. So it's like, okay, we're moving along. Yeah we kill a couple more and we probably jump a couple more hundred spots like or we even step foot in mythic and we can probably move a couple spots as well but it is just uh you guys should hop in and try to kill like one yeah like a couple bosses and just like jump the rankings immediately. just just the just to see i'd be curious it'd be an interesting experiment like how how much does it take to get one mythic kill and where does that put us yes um but we're the top guild on the server, but that doesn't mean anything because it's basically a dead server. Oh um, my God, shots fired, dead server. Oh, I mean, it rip basically is. I'm pretty sure though, even if we left and went to Illidan, which is the biggest U.S. server, I think the the one of the guys was one of the raid guys was doing it. The one of the raid like or the one of the officers was doing the math. And it was something like we would still be top 100 on Illidan, that's even pretty, if, even if we left right now. That's pretty dope. So that's pretty cool. Um Illidan has Liquid on it and yeah. those guys. So it was still pretty cool to be there. Um, but we've we've got a bunch of players in for this run, and some are just massive pumpers. I've got my four set now, so it's been fun. Uh, there have definitely been a couple times, though, where I've been like, shit's going to go down. <laughs> there, there have been a couple moments where some people have, like, a weird tone or, like, start an argument, and I'm like, yeah. I don't know why we're having this argument right now or like this tone. Yeah. And like, Oh, the atmosphere here is here. It's getting I usually weird. just, I usually just raid muted anyway. Like, unless I really need to say something, um, which is very rare at this point. Uh, but it's, it is so far funny. The interesting thing is going back to our conversation at the very like beginning of me joining this group and like, Oh, are you taking over and whatever? Um, I got asked to be in a meeting at Wednesday. Spoilers. Is not exactly. (laughs) I got asked to be in a meeting on Wednesday night, Mm -hmm. like I was sitting at work or whatever. And the GM messaged me, He's like, Can you make a seven o'clock meeting? And I was like, Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I was like, How long? He's like, Five minutes. It's like, Okay, yeah, I can do that because I had to go play volleyball too. And so I go into this meeting, and uh, there's probably like seven of us in there officers, and myself, and one of the other guys, and then a couple of like three other people. So, like, yeah, seven of us. And uh, the conversation was basically along the lines of he wanted to apologize for being a poor raid leader, and like 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 there apparently had been stuff getting said and thrown around about people that I had no idea was happening. It wasn't it wasn't about me, so I was like like have, like talking behind people's backs type it, stuff, kind of, and like down about people and whatever. So like he called he had them in there and would like apologize to him or whatever, and I was like I have no idea what he's even talking about, like. Was wasn't in the conversations I was being a part of. <laughs> yeah. Um. And I, I messaged the other guy that was in there with me. I was like, "Wait, why are we here? Because <laughs> do you have any idea what he's talking about?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> and then he's like, "All right, well, the reason like you two are here, and I think one of the other guys or whatever is like, we kind of want you guys to be like the go between between the officers and everybody else." And I was like, "All right, I'll handle Sergeant." That. Yeah, I think he came up with, like, Captain. It's not no official roles or anything. Yeah. But it's, like, you guys are always usually, like, listening and around and everything. So, like, just if stuff gets brought up or whatever and you think it needs to be brought to our attention, like, you know, just let us know. And we can't be everywhere type of thing. And then he did bring up, like, at some point there's probably going to be another officer vote because two of the previous officers from the last raid left. Mm -hmm. So they're probably going to – or, like, they stopped playing. They're still active in the Discord and stuff, but they basically stopped playing enough to be considered officer. Yeah. So it's like, at some point, we're probably going to look for another one, and we'll, you know, figure that out at that point or whatever. But then, <laughs> so there, it's just like that. those moments where I'm like, yep, here we go. Sign me up. Uh, not tempted. because I really need, not because I really want power. Because, like, it, that, it's the whole comes with responsibility issue. Yeah. Hey, be here, answer the questions of whatever, yada yada. Yeah, deal with these people. But there are times where it's like I see them I don't know the conversations they were having, and then we get to raid and they come up with something, and I'm like, that doesn't make any sense at all. Why would you do it this way? Do it this way. And it was so like we an officer up, officer conversation that you weren't privy to Yeah, yeah. There's you know, they were having some strat conversation like I was messaging uh the raid leader during raid last night because they we only raid two and a half hours now. Mm-hmm. So, like, we got to get in and get stuff done. Yeah. From the start of our raid, it took us 20 minutes to pull a boss. Mm -hmm. So, now we're down to two hours. Yeah. But it took us 20 minutes because people were, like, the other guy was, like, moving groups around because of the way some trinkets work. Where if you're in the same group number in the raid as somebody of the same covenant or whatever, you give them a bonus type of thing. Yeah. So, I was like, yeah, you wanted to arrange those people or whatever. I was like and I messaged him, I was like, how consistent is our roster getting with, like, the same 20 people being here? It's, like, pretty consistent, maybe, like, minus one or two. I was like, well, you guys can have all these groups just pre-configured in this tool that we use, and then just hit apply, and it will just do it. And we don't have to wait these 45 minutes of people going, well, put me here, put me here, put me here, put me here. Like, you just have it done. Yeah. And move on. <laughs> maybe maybe they should uh, hire like, you. Like, they know it exists. They, just they should hire you, slash, promote you, slash you know whatever you as the strategy officer Uh, not yes and no but not really like they the guys mostly know their stuff Mm -hmm. strategy wise one guy does a lot of the research one guy is just like the gm deals with the people Mm -hmm. the other one knows a lot of the classes and like has the math down of like what would be optimal and yada yada i can do like weak auras and uh, note, raid notes and stuff like that for like actual timing things and whatever, mm-hmm. and knowing the like stuff like that, like how to get the most out of certain things. Yeah, but like I bring it up to me, it's like, I honestly completely forgot that wasn't even option of that, and I was like, Yeah, it would just save us like twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah. Thinking with your dipstick, that God, such a good commercial. Miss it. Yeah. All right, but that's all. That's just a fun little WoW recap.
1: I got no recaps. There's been,
2: like, nobody else. It's, I've only seen the new guild. <laughs> like but I still log on to both my old servers to, like, do stuff on alts or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I have not logged in and caught anybody else online. That's kind of sad. It's not surprising to me either, though. Wow. Because I, for the most part, I also know all those people. Mm-hmm. And none of them are on. So... It sucks, sure, but, you know, listen, they don't want to play, they don't have to play. I'm not going yeah. to ever make somebody do something. Life moves on. WoW finds a way. That's true. WoW is inevitable.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like we have one guy in the guild that constantly complains that he's just going to leave and quit. And and he did quit. He quit after the last raid. Yeah. And said, like, all right, I'm done. And I th- But I think it was more because he had a bunch of other stuff going on. College and whatever. Talk yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's <laughs> young and reckless, you know. Yeah, yeah. So whatever, go live your life. He'll he'll just show up in Discord at like two AM if we're just doing keys. He'll just show up for five minutes, not say anything, stone out of his mind, and just leave again. And we're like, alright man, see you later. <laughs> um but he uh he left and then he slowly was getting the urge because new patch came out, so he got the yeah. urge and he came back and he was playing some stuff and Everyone playing needs a some hit. stuff. Exactly. He came back to get his hit. Then he was playing. He was starting to get addicted again. And then he had an experience where either this morning or last night, he went into a random pug group. They kicked him for low DPS, which was bullshit. I mean, the bo- according to him, the boss is only at like 3% health remaining on the pole. So if they just did one more pole. They would have killed it and it would have been fine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. But then he's like, God, I hate this game. That's it. I quit. I'm like, <laughs> I'm probably just going to stop playing again. Like, whatever. And I was and I was like, yep. All right. We'll see you in three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Cause they love, they love to just scream that. And then it's like, yep, you'll walk right back in. We, we all do it. You'll be back. Yeah. They always come back. (laughs) They always come back for my loot in the dark. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that's it. Now we'll see you guys in seven days when I have been playing all day for MLB, the show. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Even on a budget.